Hello! Welcome to Fiberton Acres, a show about homesteading, Wait, husbandry, humorous and look. Ah, humorous look at homesteading, husbandry, and horticulture. How'd I do? That was that was better. It was better. The second take. All right. Well, let's just we'll we'll delete that first one. It'll sound great. I'm not deleting it. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, good morning. Well, good morning. We're recording in the morning this time. Weird. I know, we just I keep switching up tired. the recording times. And then I was too tired it. last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what else was too tired? Huh? My bicycle. Too tired. Too tired? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. That took me a second. <laughs> what's Why the is your bicycle tired? What's, what's the difference between a man in a tuxedo on a unicycle and a man wearing grungy clothes on a bicycle. What? A tire. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But um. Um. That so... was Rick's bad joke corner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um. So, what do we usually do at the top? Man, I need to listen to our podcast so I can find out how we do this. I don't know if we. Did we introduce ourselves? You maybe introduced yourself. I I'm Rick. I'm Ashley. <laughs> and this is Five or Ten Acres. <laughs> and together we're with all powers combined. combined. <laughs> oh, we totally. What if? Her. What if we? Uh, what if? What if? What if we got rings that when we we like touched them together, mm-hmm. we formed like a giant farm robot. <laughs> a tractor and a backhoe and <laughs> yeah and then when they combine they make a track hoe <laughs> and it's yeah and it fixes all the fences yeah <laughs> oh i wish we were max <laughs> <laughs> me too um uh, it'd be phenomenal so uh in today's episode oh first off uh i'd like to say we got a review yes uh on to- uh, Lefty five strings. Uh, we got your review, uh, and he pointed out our tangents, our pungent. Is it pungent? No. What is pungent is smelly. Yeah. What's the word? <laughs> our penchant yeah. for tangents. Yes. Ooh, that is a really hard sound. <laughs> penchant. Penchant. <laughs> well, it's French. You only say the first syllable, so it's just our penchant. And that right. means pensions for tangents. I wonder if that will um, be picked up by the mic at all. What oh, hopefully said. not. <laughs> French. It's unrecordable. <laughs> it's not. Um, so today's episode, we thought we'd mix it up a bit, and we're going to do something interesting. <laughs> As opposed to what we've been doing. <laughs> so this is just a little. See, okay, here's the funny thing. Like, all podcasts do this. Right, they they're like they'll tell you what the podcast is going to be about. Uh-huh. Dude, that's the title of the episode. Like we, the listener already knows. You know. Yeah, I suppose not all of them. Like some of them, title doesn't tell you. Yeah, but the ones that cover different things every yeah. week, they usually tell you what they're covering that week. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's in the title. They, they, Maybe they didn't read the title. <laughs> I listened to. We got this with Mark and Hal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's in the title. And then they do an intro thing. They're like, for eons, since the dawn of time, man has argued over the best berry. 
Oh, right? Okay. And, and then then they the two of them start talking after the record pre-recorded intro. Right. And then they introduce that they're discussing the berry. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like So they have like three Yeah, they got it like... three times. <laughs> it cracks me up. Uh maybe there's some psychological reason for that. Maybe there is. So we should do it. That's, okay. Okay. Just for psychology's sake. Today we're gonna do a today's, little today's magic word is <laughs> Shatland. 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 <laughs> Whenever uh, you heard the word Shetland, make take sure. Take a drink. <laughs> no I was gonna do Pee Wee Herman and be like Scream ah! real loud. <laughs> Don't do that. Every time. Shut no, people. Like, I'll turn away people, from the mic. People will think that there's a murder. <laughs> uh, that's what you thought when you listen, when you watched Pee Wee. So it's good. It's, um, I mean, everyone watched Pee Wee. Everyone. So. Pee Wee's Plone House. Pee Wee's Plone House. Uh, had to be done. Yeah. I always wanted that bike. They yeah, had at the beginning too. of the episode. So awesome. I know. Instead, I got, like, uh, my dad built me a, like, BMX bike out of parts he found at the dump. True story. Well. Hey, you know what? It, I never. Bike. Yeah, and, and, like, if it was ever broken, my dad had, like, all kinds of spare parts that he also <laughs> found from the dump. Uh, I bent my handlebars. We got seven sets. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Which type do you want now? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, the, we're talking about Shetlands, but not like one breed. All the breeds. All of them. My mom, shout out to mom, uh, got me this awesome book about Shetland breeds. Uh, it's subtitled "Little Animals, Very Full of Spirits." <laughs> oh, and who's it by? <laughs> What? It's a, oh, I don't know. It's right there. No, it says ancient, endangered, and adaptable. Oh, is that what that... I thought that it was... I'm That's... reading it upside down. I would like to point that out. I <laughs> thought it was by Ancient... <laughs> endangered. <laughs> I thought that was someone's name. This crazy writer named uh, Ancient <laughs> Endangered. Shut up. I'm so stupid. <laughs> uh, it's by like a bunch of people. All right, no, that's fine. It doesn't it's matter. It's a compendium who of essays. It doesn't actually matter. I just realized how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I can't read but upside down as well as I thought I could. Shetlands are ancient, endangered, <laughs> and adaptable. They're ancient, endangered, and adaptable. <laughs> I thought it was three writers' names. And you're like, that's weird. Oh, man. So they're like a bunch of different... I mean, we'll talk about like the geography of... Uh, the Shetland, Shetland Isles. Isles. Uh, don't worry, we won't get like too into it. And make well, it... See, they're actually... They're, they're, they're uh, region four. Uh, <laughs> their soil is... It's a type six None of this is soil. True. Uh, with uh, plenty of igneous rock, and uh, at three meters depth, it's a mile-long string of a hundred or more islands. A hundred, wait, a hundred or more. It's <laughs> in that range. So they're counting, and they're like one hundred. There's still more eh. and more. <laughs> We're done here. They're known collectively as Shetland, midway between 
the tip of Britain and Norway. Hmm. And uh, oh, okay, so it's on the just fifteen east side. of the islands are inhabited, so that's why they don't care about the rest. Okay. If people don't live there, they don't exist. So, oh, so that makes sense as to like Norway. Ooh. Yeah. You ever been to Norway? <laughs> I've not been like anywhere. Oh, I've, I've been, been to Mexico. To, yeah, Norway was. You've not been to Norway. Oh yeah. <laughs> My bad. I met a Norwegian dude while I was living in China. Most of the islands. I'm just passing over what you said. His think. name was Sven. That's nice. That's I what think. It really? Or I called him Sven. I might have called like him racist? Sven. <laughs> you're, you're, is Norwegian a race? I think it's just European. It's his nationality. Yeah. I don't know. It might have been his name. Or he's just being a meanie. No, uh, he was cool. So most of the islands lie on the Arctic side of 60 degrees north. Okay, I did a little bit. Get oh, there. they're in the Arctic Circle? Uh-huh. Oh, well, that uh, explains why they're nice party animals. Yeah. Then. But, okay, so so you'd think, you know, by as they say, by rights, that then the island's climate should be subarctic. Right. But uh, just the way the geography is, the Gulf Stream... Uh, oh, dips there. Yeah. Okay. And so they a Shetland winter ranges from raw to fierce, and summer can be as memorable for its caressing warmth as for its endless drizzle. Who wrote this? I told you. By wait, Ancient I'm saying the... <laughs> no. This this one. This F. Part. Scott. It's F. Scott Fitzgerald apparently wrote it. I like it. it you know, it's, it's caressing warmth. <laughs> and it's endless it's drizzle. It's endless drizzle and caressing warmth. That's a nice caresses the saying islands. It's raining all the time, but it's kind of warm. <laughs> it's sometimes warm in the summer. Uh, so, and then <laughs> there's um a, a phrase that they would use. Uh, Days between waters, which were the days between weathers. <laughs> there was like the broken up, like when there wasn't any weather. <laughs> they had a special phrase. Oh, we should explain days for between most, waters. most people. Yes. Like warm weather and nice weather. Mm-hmm. Right. We refer to that, especially in like American English. I'm not so, so sure about British English, but we say like, oh, the weather is nice today. Mm-hmm. In uh, most languages, they would say there's no weather. Oh, like nothing is occurring. There's no... Right. If it's not too hot and it's not raining or snowing or anything like that, then there's no weather. They don't say, like, nice weather. Okay. Yeah. Just a random random thing we learned in uh, Chinese class. That's kind of cool. Yeah, you would say, how's the weather today? And somebody would say, oh, no weather. Oh. <laughs> so that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I didn't yeah. know that, actually. It makes sense go. to me. Yeah, but... there you go. That was Education Corner by... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, what else you got in these bookmarks? Oh, so many bookmarks. Yeah, I know. I wish, I, we should, we should a picture, post a picture yeah. of your... Uh... <laughs> This took me a little bit longer this time, but it was really fun because I love Shetland animals. I think we need to collect them all. <laughs> they are not Pokemon. What was the other thing I wanted to collect them all? 
I'm not telling you. I remember, but I'm, I'm gonna not go back you. and listen just so I know what I want to collect. <laughs> uh, I definitely want to collect all the Shetland animals, though. Um, so wait, I'm gonna do this one. Oh, so you're doing early this one settlers um, were Norse pioneers. I like that they say Norse pioneers, but they were like Vikings that went and like plundered a little bit. They kind of killed out the natives. Uh, which I just love this. So the Vikings found the islands inhabited by Picts, which is P-I-C-T-S, and Pape, P-A-P-A-E. And they said that the Picts little exceeded pygmies in stature. That's a quote. And the history records that they did marvels in the morning and the evening in building walled towns, but at midday they entirely lost their strength and lurked through fear in the little underground houses. <laughs> so the Vikings, I think, didn't have, like, they were like, eh, these guys are weird. <laughs> the Vikings thought everyone were, was weird, and then they killed them. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty much how it worked. But it looks like... um the Vikings, like, the earliest of the settlers would have arrived before 800 AD, is what they're saying. That's so, when the Picts or the Vikings Those settlers. are the Vikings showed okay. up. The Picts were there much earlier. For, for who knows how long. Yeah. All I right. mean, they have, like, late Stone Age, probably. Oh, area. okay. Um, there's not a lot. Late Stone or early Bronze? They say Late Stone. <laughs> they later talk about the Bronze Age. <laughs> uh... But yeah, they they wiped them out pretty good. That they don't have a lot of information other than some like um, uh, like wall drawings. What are those called? <laughs> uh, pictographs. Pictographs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we don't have a ton, but they do have like we do. They do believe that they were living in underground houses because they found remnants of those uh, too. Shout out to uh, Cedric. Douglas Clitheroe, he might have uh, he might have built some of those. <laughs> think back that was in, his, yeah, back, think, you know, four thousand years ago or something. <laughs> hey, dude, that guy's been around for a while. Maybe he wouldn't study them though. I wonder if he has. We'll tag him and see yeah. if he. Doug, let us know. We've checked these out. Uh, so and then traditional farming uh, was a part-time occupation shared with fishing, knitting, and some other crafts. And so I just thought that was, you know, we did. Did you say fishing, knitting, and other crafts? Is fishing a craft? No, I was saying, like, and some other craft. Like, knitting and some. I was just teasing you. Fishing could be a craft. Craft fishing. <laughs> Good old craft fishing. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of, like, they talked about, um... When you do know, we get oh, into yeah, the particulars? Gonna, well, now, I mean, should we talk about animals now? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Let's get into the particular okay. animals, man. <sighs> Let's start with ponies? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think everyone knows. It's a very pony. small, robust breed of pony. They raise, range in size from a minimum height of seven hands. Aww. I, okay. I think it's like literally like we, hands, We right? mock the uh, freedom units inches and feet as being like, you know, they're not metric. But horses are still measured in hands. Horses don't even have hands. I'm just saying. But anyway. people have hands and we measure them. 
They Which don't is care. 71 centimeters. Oh. Oh no, now what? <laughs> I think it's 28 inches, which is 71 <laughs> centimeters. Uh, and uh, the official maximum height for a Shetland pony is 42 inches at the Withers. I don't know the where weathers. the Withers are. I should have looked up Withers. I know Bill Withers, but I don't know how. Well, how. my book says they measure no more than 42 inches tall at the highest point. Yeah, I just point. said that. Oh, oh, no, I that's not the highest listening. point. Their highest point would be their head. I think the withers oh, is Oh, the like, withers, it says. Oh, we need to look up what the withers are. Shetland ponies... We should probably know that. ...have heavy coats, short oh, legs... I.e. The, and are considered... the third to ninth vertebrae between the neck and the back. Well, now there we know. We know. <laughs> uh, they have heavy coats, short legs, and are considered quite intelligent. You're in there, Tokyo. Uh... They're a strong breed of pony. Now, okay, so that's what it gives you when you go to the Shetland Islands page. Oh, wait. Ah! We forgot. What? It's a Shetland. <laughs> We're not doing that. So, here's a few of the things that I love. They get their... They, kids have races on the little Shetland ponies. Oh, yeah, that was that's a thing. called the Grand, like, Grand, Grand Nationals. Nationals. Yes. There's also people harness them and have them pull them around on little buggies. That's uh, what we would do. Yes, which is called a harness driving class. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, okay. So what they used to, one of the main things they were used for was in coal mines. Because yes. they're wee little and they fit in the coal caves. Some, okay, this part's sad. Some of the ponies spent their entire lives underground in the coal mine, which was a short life if they did that. Yeah. But because they're wee little and they could pull the carts because Shetlands can pull. I've There's two. This is a, a part a point of contention, apparently, that nobody's noticed to fix on Wikipedia. One person said they can pull 100 percent of their body weight. The other person on a different page, it says they can pull uh, 200 percent of their body weight. Maybe one is drag and one is pull. Oh, maybe. Well, so speaking of the um, mines and stuff, the book that I have kind of talked about the fact that um, they all thought that they also had like a sixth sense. So it, a horse would often stop and wouldn't go any further. And then they'd find collapses in that area and stuff like that. So, oh, neat. so they also really relied on them for that, which you know, not maybe the uppiest of situations, but so it's an interesting. Yes. Kind of so okay, quick moving away from the not happy, they can carry up to nine stone heathen units, which is about 130 freedom pounds. <laughs> uh. Wait, so they're, before you go too much further, um, they could be any color except spotted and are the only British native pony breed to include piebalds and skewbalds. I don't know what that means, but I thought someone might. <laughs> uh, they can live more than 30 years. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't think I would live more than 30 years, but here I am. So they... Adapted to 
the crazy weather there. And that's the thing that we'll see with basically all the different breeds. That it's windy, it's rainy, it's wet, it's cold. Uh, so they had to adapt. Um, it's a, basically a treeless landscape. Um, so shelters to be found mostly behind like rocky outcrops. Uh, and or like low stone walls and houses that people made. Right. Um, and the food available was never for any of the animals, not very nutritious. That is, uh, yes, Or abundant. It talks about that. <laughs> and uh, in winter was basically nil. So smaller ponies and all of these animals basically required less food. And that's why those ones were the ones that survived the best. So, and then with its short legs and compact body, uh, the small, small ears and minimum surface area from which, uh, heat can be lost. Oh, So they okay. have like, that's all, you know, it's, it, they evolved to, to really live there. Uh, piebald, by the way. Oh yeah. Did is, you look at that? It's a pinto in the oh. U.S. So it's it's a coloring thing. There you go. And then they also have a winter coat with two distinct layers, which not you know many uh, horses have. Sweet. Okay. Uh, <coughs> yeah. By the way, it in the Wikipedia article says it's not unusual for one to it's live not more. Unusual for Shetland to live more than thirty years. <laughs> man, man, man. So, I'm glad uh, both of us can't read that sentence without <laughs> having to sing it because it did that. Uh, uh, I also like that they're called goose rumped because they have um, they have goose geese that live on their butts. <laughs> Shetland fowl live on their buns. Uh, it's the last group of vertebrae are set downward angle towards the tail, which is called goose rumped, and. It, its advantage uh, enables its the tail to be tucked in very close in bad weather. Oh, oh! It can keep its butthole warm. <laughs> that's what they're saying. Which is nice because that's not as covered, you right. know. <laughs> keep its butthole warm. Uh, <laughs> these are all like think about being out there. You would want that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Totes. Um. Uh, so. What else do you have? Anything else about the Shetland sheep? Uh, or, or Shetland I have so pony. much about the ponies, but I'll try to... When, I mean, when we got some other stuff. Uh, so, can we talk about what they did? Like, I know we talked barely about what they did. Which was the coal. But they did other stuff before that. Like, what did they, they do before that? The so main thing I saw was the coal mining. So They... The horses and sheep were, like, the big... Um, like, they were... Tons of those. Okay. The sheep were like owned by like a, a farmer and they were called crofters. Okay. Um, the crofter owned the sheep, uh, but no one really owned the horses. Like you'd just catch them. You would just. Yeah. <laughs> you would just like catch them and then use them to like do your work. Like you might have, so like, it's like a loner. Like you could, you could probably use the same one over and over. Like if you, but then but, you would just let but it back you just out. Just let it back out and like they roam. So they were 
but they would use the mares in particular to go. Now that's the lady ponies, right? The lady ponies. Okay. Um, in particular to go, um, flitting the peats. Oh, okay. Gotta go flitting the peats. I don't think Uh, we're a family show. That's a... (laughs) Uh, the mayor's gotta go flitting the peats. Uh, <laughs> that was so peat was the main source of like heating fuel and stuff. It's peat moss, right? Yeah, and they would go okay. and like collect this peat and then dry it out, and then the horses would would have these like they'd take like um driftwood and make these basket things for the horses to wear, and they'd fill them up with the peat right, moss because they can carry a hundred or. Uh, like a hundred percent of their body weight. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd fill them up, and they'd have like a string of mares, and then the mares would sometimes have babies that would just follow them around. But for some reason, it was just the mares. Maybe they were more, they were better tempered or something. Uh, or maybe I just didn't read that part. But <laughs> that could be. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. So they would. That was like their primary thing, and then they would also use them for. Um, you know, agricultural, like, stuff like that. But they also use, we'll get into the cattle. For yeah, don't have it, not, not yet. Um, they, okay, hold on. Let me just look one more thing. Oh, that was The Sixth Sense. That was uh, a good movie. <laughs> so you're saying that the Shetland pony can see dead people. Yep, Is that, that was actually. <laughs> actually? You know what? The Shetland sheep or the Shetland pony? It was dead the whole time. <laughs> Hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so now the ponies are a little bit different than. And I think right. Well, the American like, one is different. The it's been one. bred to be uh, to have longer legs and to be thinner. Thinner. You know, because right. that's they don't need the survival features anymore. Right, so. which is weird, because like you know, if you watch Top Gear, you would believe that no American anything should be thinner. <laughs> but our horses, thin. Uh, uh, yeah, they're not so thin, and their coats are getting uh, thinner as well. Uh, right, that would make sense, because yeah, they don't have to deal with. And it's what well, it's bred do. for looks now, yeah. whereas yeah, it used because to those be fairly not long. Bred. It used to be not bred at right. all. Like they it was just, just let that happen. Yeah. Um, but, and they, yeah, the coats were like almost an inch long. Wait, in the winter so you're saying? By the way, sorry, real quick, the pygmy people were there. Yeah, I mean they were. The Vikings said pygmy. they were no bigger than pygmies. Yeah. right. We littles. Uh huh. And then they had. We little Everything horses. was little because that's how you survive there. But I mean, like, so like do you do you think to the okay to the original and inhabitants and little to sheep. the original inhabitants before the Vikings, you know, did their Viking thing? It does sound and destroyed like the horses and sheep. I do you think, think they were saying that those were there already? Right, but I'm saying the original inhabitants who had the horses and the Shetland right. horses. And I'm just sheep, saying those. Okay, may have gone back as. Do far you as think the, they thought? That they were just normal horses and Oh my sheep. gosh, can you imagine when the Vikings showed up and they were like giants? Oh, that would be so scary. No wonder they cowered and feared. And they show, they show up with a regular horse and they've got giant horses. Everything is giant. That would, oh, that would be so weird. That would be super duper scary. Yeah. 
Oh, by the way, they didn't they didn't wear the horn hats, the Vikings. That was started in an opera. Hmm. Like that whole thing. It's not a real thing. They had the beards, probably. I mean, everyone had a beard. Yeah, everyone probably. had a beard okay. and a British accent. If you everyone, if, yeah, if you watch the old timey movies, right. <laughs> that's well, everyone except for Robin Hood. Old timey movies, they also all wore Viking helmets. So. Uh, apparently, Robin Hood did not have a British accent. If you believe the Kevin Costner version. <laughs> uh, okay. Chefs. Do you want to talk about chefs? Oh, oh chefs. You, you can do sheep dogs because I don't have much on that. Oh well, that's because there's not much on that. So the Shetland Sheepdog. Because uh, what's the thing? Oh, I do have yeah. one thing. For it. So it is very similar to the Icelandic sheepdog and other uh, Scandinavian dogs. However, in the course of development in England as a pet breed, it was heavily crossed with other dogs, including the Rough Collie and the Pomeranian. <laughs> the modern Shetland, or Sheltie, as it's now called. Resembles a miniature rough collie, which is a long, like the the border collie, That's what long hair. Yeah, our friends over at keeping up with the clampets. Yeah, mm. they kept talking about that this dog's a Sheltie, and we didn't know that that means it's a Shetland sheepdog. But uh, they used to be a sheepdog, but now the Sheltie that since they crossed it with the Pomeranian got all small. Right, and so it's not a sheepdog. Also. Anymore. For a long time, the sheepdogs were like crap at their job. Like, oh no! They, the, if you want to learn like, all about that, sheep, when they would bring the sheep together, the dogs were more of a hindrance than a help for a long time. And it wasn't until like the 1920s that they started to really work on training the dogs to actually do a job. Uh, so. If you want to learn all about sheepdogs, and I'm just, I'm that's why I'm doing such a thing, short one on this, uh, on herding dogs. Uh, and guard dogs, live like livestock mm-hmm. guardian dogs, definitely check out the most recent two uh, episodes of Keeping Up with the Clampets. Oh, right. They go into herding dogs and guard dogs, uh, like livestock guardian animals, uh-huh. uh, dogs. On uh, they do a two episode series, and it's actually really informative. Because uh, I didn't realize this, but livestock guard dogs used to also be. If I'm remembering correctly, uh, guard guardians for the people, like the, for oh, the really? shepherds as well. Oh, yeah, but yeah, herding yeah, dogs go, are a keeping new keeping up with the Clampets podcast. <sighs> Check that out for for more on that. Yeah, because I don't know anything. Uh, but yeah, modern Shelties are pretty much just pets. Uh, that's it. So unfortunately, they ruined the breed. <laughs> Ruined. They ruined it. All right, you got Sheps? Let's talk about the Sheps. All right, Shetland Sheps. We okay. don't know much about Shetland Sheps. <laughs> We've never been exposed to them. Just kidding. We have them. That's what we have. They're the bestest. Um, so they're a small, fine-boned animal. Uh, the you oh, hey, baby, generally... you got fine bones. <laughs> The ewe generally without horns, while the ram sports a magnificent pair of horns. I agree. <laughs> Apparently, back in the day, they had two sets of horns, but that has been bred out, basically. So, um, but... the Because it was just gaudy. I like this part that says, 
but could appear again thanks to the infinite inventiveness and perfect memory of genes. <laughs> yeah. Um, this episode brought to you by genes. <laughs> scientific genes, not not, the... not Levi Strauss. <laughs> um, um, like the pony and cow, it's uh, supremely at home in its native habitat. Okay, so the pony, cow, and Shep are all native. Yeah, to the uh, they're you know they all live on the poor vegetation. Uh, it's the sheep has been on the Shetland Islands for at least a thousand years. They are one of the Northern European short-tailed sheep group of mm-hmm. breeds. It's an unusual character characteristic in uh, sheep to have a uh, only thirteen vertebrae. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they're regarded as the local type of the ext- extinct Scottish Dunface which was found throughout the Highlands and the Isles of Scotland. It's uh, an ancestor of the Hebdrinian and North Ronstelidae sheep. I've said I've ruined both those words, but nobody's going to Google it, so it's okay. <laughs> They're classified as a land race or unimproved breed. Or a heritage breed. Or a heritage. Her- and land race just means like they're, they've not... They're... They're... They've not been so selectively bred. They're more like they were when they lived off right. the land. Um, they are a breed that um, are long-lived. I guess all these animals are kind of long-lived. Yeah, they're long-lived and they partially can... because they're slow-growing. Like, oh, right. you would not want a uh, Shetland sheep as a large meat sheep <laughs> manufacturer. But they, right, but apparently they do have good meat. Right, they're just slow to mature. Right. Like, most sheep like people turn them around in a year, right? Like they're born, <laughs> they're yeah. Meet the next year. Uh, our, we have Polly. She's a year. She's almost a year old, and yeah. there's no she's way still she's, tiny. Yeah, she's still wee little. Uh, I mean, not wee little, but well, all of them are wee little. Uh, they can produce lambs. The ewes sometimes will produce lambs um, when they're 14 or 15 years old. So oh, wow. they can they can do that, and, and they're easy lambers. Yes. The babies just fall out. Which is good. Yep. That's great for us. Uh, they can survive really cold winters, obviously. They have the thick coat of wool. And they can withstand periods of heavy rainfall since they have the ability to shake water off their backs like a dog. Which is hilarious to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, unlike most modern sheep, they possess something called their survival instinct. Yes. <laughs> where they won't just... Like, die because they walked up to a wolf and just yes. go, hi, buddy, and the wolf <laughs> eats them. Like, they'll actually do things, like run away or fight. Yes, which is quite uh, nice. Yeah. Again, another great characteristic to have for an animal. <laughs> uh, the neighbor dog came over, uh, I don't know, a few days ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he was over there. And the neighbor dog usually just stares at the sheep. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, the neighbor kid, Tyler, he was over here and, uh, he was playing with the dog and the dog barked at him, but Rocky, the sheep, the, he, ram. the ram, he was like, what, <laughs> what? Like he, he made like, like that a, like, face and like the jerky like the motion. Jerk motion. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, like if you were to like throw your arms and shoulders back, that's what he was doing. Basically. What son? What? <laughs> like he totally looked like 
<laughs> he was about like picking a fight. It's pretty it's hilarious cool. to yeah. watch him when he does that. Um, they have um their own like color varieties and names for their color varieties. Um, I won't go into all of them, but uh, I th- I believe that Rocky would be called Morit, um, because of his brown color. Morit's then... a a lighter brown actually. But he might be a dark Morit. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it says between fawn and brown. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, and then I think the girls would be termed murk-faced, uh, which Mark applies face. to white sheep with brownish spots on their face. Good so, to know. Those are, but they have like cool little names for all of them, and that's actually part of like if you're showing them, you have to. There's like a. Shetland Sheep Society, and you have to go through the characteristics for all that. Uh, so they're commonly now used for conservation grazing. Yeah, they're awesome. So they won't clear a field of all the grass and everything, but they'll get rid of the weeds because they keep eating them, and they'll they'll keep everything. They actually do really well on weeds. Like they'll eat, you know. Again, they can eat stuff that isn't great food, but they'll yeah, and they do like they're more like lawn mowers not they don't eat it all the way down to the ground uh so up to the iron age the sheep of the british isles and other parts of the northern and western uh europe were small short-tailed horned in only the male and variable in color winds light and variable sorry nobody else (laughs) listened to the weather Uh, thing Uh, wait wait before you go too much further we were talking about Something just now. What was the thing Color? before that? Colors. We no, were talking about that. colors. Uh, survival instinct. Uh, well, you lost darn it. it. It's my turn now. Darn it. Uh, so they kind of originated in Scotland, mm-hmm. Orkney, and Shetland. So there's also Orkney part of it. Uh, oh, I was going to say go that. Ahead. Polly, I watched her the other day eating. We were talking about eating stuff. Um, and I walked up and she was just eating, like, the whole, like, bramble part. Like, nice. Not, like, the leaves off of it, but, like, the actual, like, branch with all the horns. Or horns? That's not what they're called. What are the things? Sharp bits called? Thorns? Thorns! <laughs> Uh, I can't even blame it on being early. It's not even that early anymore. Uh, so there was like a time when they started, they call it the, I don't know how you say it, crow, uh, which was like a big, like basically when they started the whole, like, um, let me make sure I, I do it right. Where'd it go? Oh, I lose it. It's like the big, like, getting everything together, like all the, bringing all the animals together. Okay. Um, Like a rodeo? I guess so. (laughs) Or a fair? County fair? How did I lose it? I don't know. You're bad at bookmarking. Oh, that, the crow is the enclosure built of stone with the single opening where they're driven to. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Got there. Uh, and that was where they would bring them in to do the shearing. And Actually, they didn't do shearing. This is one of the other awesome things about 
Shetland sheep. You don't technically have to shear them. You can rue them. And that's what they would do. It's called the rueing. They would bring all the sheep together, and all the people would get together, and you'd lay down the sheep, and you'd pluck their fiber. Because hmm. in, I guess it was about June, I guess, is when their fiber will just come off. And we did see, like, uh, we sheared in, what, like, April or something like that. Yes. But we already saw, like, I was pulling, I was able to pull a lot of um, Rocky's fiber off. Um, and Adrian's <laughs> neck fiber was already coming off. So you can actually, instead of shearing, just sit there and pluck all their fiber off. And I just think that's awesome. All right. Your little story was cute, but I have a, a good story. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, oh, so you're the throat early on, they were exported a few of them to the U S okay. Right. Uh, and a notorious Shetland sheep was a ram kept in the United States by one Thomas Jefferson really? whilst he was president. It was several years in the early 19th century. Unlike modern Shetlands, this ram had four horns. Hey! Yeah, he was Jeans. kept. He was kept with about 40 other sheep on the President's Square, which is yes, the front of the White House. That. Well, you knew about that. Did you know about this part? I didn't know that. In the Shetland sheep. In the spring of 1808, it attacked several people who had taken a shortcut across the square, injuring some and killing a small boy. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. So they moved it to Monticello, uh, where the ram was eventually killed after, uh, so it was slaughtered, they should say, after having killed several other rams. It was described by Jefferson as this abominable animal. (laughs) Such aggressive okay. Shetland sheep are very unusual, it says after that. <laughs> I mean, Rocky will definitely ram you. Like, it's funny, he'll be all cuddly, but if you go to leave, he's like, okay. Yeah, he doesn't full force ram very often. Yeah, no. Uh, but I do worry about, like, if, you know, a kid was to get in there, that would be bad. Yeah. He could he could bring them down. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if he would murder them. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Uh, And he also killed other sheep. That's crazy. Like, he was an insane ram. Yeah. So that... of his four horns. That whole flock (laughs) didn't persist in America. Oh, wow. So they they eventually culled them all, I think. You didn't want them to act like him? I think so. Wow. Uh, So it wasn't until the... uh, By 1921, it was recorded that Shetlands could not be brought into the U.S., And it wasn't until the mid-20th century that Shetlands were imported into Canada and then from Canada to the U.S. in the 1980s. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's really... So it's, yeah. So they're a pretty recent addition to... Yeah, and the two-horned variety is uh, very much less, less aggressive. Oh, like they know they have more horns, so they're like. Yeah, and it's bring just it. that they're more, they're more uh, peopled now. Like that right, was basically yeah. like a wild survival instinct. Right, because it was early like Shetland sheep. Yeah. Back in the day. Uh, That's so interesting. 
Yeah, right? I thought that was it was a, a neat story. Oh, real quick, too. Go ahead. Back on food. Uh, since winters were really hard, uh, there was nothing really to eat. The sheep would depend to a large extent on the beaches where piles of seaweed were cast ashore by the storms. And the sheep knew when the tide was coming in and going out. Um, so they would forage uh, at the right times to get the most seaweed. So they, so now I totally want to go get seaweed and see if our sheep will eat it. <laughs> they would eat it. Uh, there is, however, uh, another type of uh, sheep that lives on the Shetland Islands as well as the Scot- Scotland and the Scottish Isles, right? Uh-huh. And it... Uh, at w- okay, so at one point they built a walled ring around the beach as a wave break. Oh, okay. As well as to keep the sheep from drowning, they thought. Some of the sheep got on the outside of the wall uh-huh. and got stuck on the outside of the wall. And now there's a whole breed of sheep that lives entirely on seaweed. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And it's, yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a thing. I have to go into this part because this is why we have our sheep and this is one of the big things for them was, so they would use them for meat, but they would also use them for the fiber. They're excellent fiber, according to everything I've read. they do have really excellent fiber. And, um, so a big, like, the fair isle knitting comes from that area like oh. it's the very it's like the color work but like you know like the little like designs and oh, stuff okay yeah in they would like the scandinavian yeah we like, always think of it as like i always think of it as like that was one of their big things oh. and they would actually export their knitted oh via goods. the vikings they were like here don't murder us we'll give you <laughs> no i think that would have been the Vi- like this is later oh so it's once the vikings yeah. took over okay later once the you know that was oh yeah because the i mean then, if they're in between you, britain yeah, like, if they're in between in britain and norway like that's right so oh, they yeah. would that was because they were a pretty poor area like and so they would make How a can they be poor? Of... They've got hundreds of islands. <laughs> we we stopped counting after a hundred. But yeah, so they would that was a pretty big deal. Also, since the sheep just would shed you some or you know uh-huh. like you could they you can pluck them. Oh, like ladies that couldn't afford uh to buy fleece or uh have their own sheep or whatever would walk around and take fiber off of plants that it got stuck to and spin their own uh, stuff so they could have clothing. Nice. That's kind of cool. But yeah, I just think that that was a big part of their money-making. Like, that was, it wasn't just a hobby. It was a really big, and they'd get, like, groups together to do their, their carding and spinning and Okay, I know we're we're only on sheep, and we have like three breeds of animals left, but but these we... other ones are what the duck, the pig, and well, uh, there's the, the fowl. So there's goose and duck. Right. So they're basically the same. Uh, Cattle and pig. Pig doesn't exist anymore. Right. The Shetland pig was not a tiny pig. By the way, it was not a tiny pig. It was about the size of a Shetland sheep. No. 
<laughs> but it wasn't like a miniature pig. Uh, and it was very aggressive. And was it more like a, um, it was like a hog, a hog, like a, yeah. Like a California wild hog that murders everyone. Yeah. Uh, the Shetland goose is a small hardy breed of domestic goose that originated from there. It is sexually dimorphic, meaning ganders are entirely white and females with uh, white with gray patches. They tend to mate for life and are extremely good foragers. A uh, small number have been exported to North America, but are not yet recognized by the American Poultry Association. Darn you, American Poultry Association. But yeah, they're just a goose. I think I'm... They're just a particular and then breed of goose. Same with the duck, right? Like, sort of the same thing. Oh, the duck, though, is endangered, right? Uh, yes. Uh, the Shetland duck is a small, hardy breed of domestic duck originated from the islands. It is similar to a Pomeranian duck or a Swedish blue duck. It's black with a white bib. Uh, the Shetland drakes have sky blue bills and Shetland duck females Ooh. have slate blue bills. Average weight of the Shetland duck is two kilograms in uh, heathen units for males and one, I, 1. 1.8 for females. It is critically endangered. It's the sub note. Yeah. It's like, and also it's probably it's, not going to make it. <laughs> um, so the, these are all just real quick and easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, the pig, uh, was a domestic pig and it was a local type of a pig known as the grease. It was small in size, yet ferocious. <laughs> this domesticated breed of pig. It was kind of small. Yeah, like, small compared to, like, uh, the like Clampett's hogs. hogs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it fell out of favor uh, in the 19th century, and it became extinct in 1930. Oh, wow. Uh, it was previously more widely distributed, uh, found throughout the highlands of Scotland, as well as in Ireland. But it just, it wasn't a great, right. like, sheep, or pig. Uh, and then the cattle... Were technically, I mean, they look big still, but they were uh, down, you know, like they they were kind of similar where they had like shorter legs and, and right. like more compact. They were smaller, like, 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 the, like, more we, like, the like people were uh, as pony. tall or taller than the, the cows. So they were just, they were big. They still weighed a lot, but they were like, they weighed down. 550 kilograms for males. And they were 48 inches high at the withers. Okay. So they were not that much taller than the, the ponies. Um, and like the Shetland sheep, they have a light bone structure with fine hair on a thin, stretchy hide. That's not oh. like the Shetland sheep. I think just right. the, the bone structure is like the sheep. <laughs> do, you, do you, sorry, crofting. It's a form That's of, what I said. Yeah, it's a form of land tenure, mm -hmm. small-scale, and small-scale food production. It's particular to the uh, Scottish islands, the Isle of Man, and Shetlands. Yeah, that's their, that's how they did their, their area. So they would have Yeah, so it's crops. shared by all the crofters of the township for grazing of their land. Yeah. Okay. So, like, there'd be, like, a crofter would... Yeah, have well, a like, bunch of crofters. Right, they would, but they would have like yeah their their house, yeah. and then there would be like land around, and they would have 
apparently, mm. like, they would clip the ears because, the, like I said, the sheep were, like, the only thing that they, that were theirs. And they would have different ear clippings to mark whose sheep they were because they would just all blend together. Uh, so the Shetland cattle... Oh, right. Back to that. Uh, they, were, they were used for meat, milk, and draft. Yeah. Not like draft beer, but like pulling a plow. Uh, and apparently there's like no real, they don't find a lot of history of cheese making there because they think that there just wasn't enough milk to go around. Right. There wasn't an excess of yeah, milk. So like, they yeah. They have a lot of like stuff about like butter and the butter byproducts, but not a lot about cheese there. Huh. Uh, so they're considered an ancient breed. Ancient. Or yeah. ancient. Ants. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they, they date back to the Viking era. They, really? It, yeah. It is believed that they first arrived between 700 and 1100 AD. So, not oh, quite see, Stone I said Age. 800 AD for when the Vikings showed up. Well, they think it's between 7 and 11. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. According to the Wikipedia. And, uh, like... They used their animals up until, like, fairly recently. Like, they continued to, like, do things the old school way for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well into the, like, through the 1800s. Yeah. Like, they were writing textbooks in the 1800s about how to do it still. Yeah. So it wasn't dying off. We should find those. Uh, Collect them all. It's gonna be <laughs> ri- It's going to be written in little tiny print, though. <laughs> Other Shetland stuff books. as well. Doesn't mean I want this. This book actually is kind of a small book. See, like it's like half of a a book size. Uh, but I totally that would be cool. I seriously do want like Shetland animals. Oh, so it mostly died in the 1940s because of uh, World War Two, and they uh, they were getting like subsidies. Mm-hmm. That style of oh, so that's farming was they, being subsidized as like a heritage. The no, no, still they're around. still around, but that style of farming was like a heritage style of farming, right. and they were getting subsidized a little bit. Uh, so but then get... during World War II, the British government couldn't do it anymore, so it died off. That's interesting. Uh, although at this time, only 121 adult cows. Oh wait, that's during the war. Uh, there was only 121 adult cows registered oh, wow. at the time. I wonder what it is now. Um, boom, boom, boom. 800 registered breeding cows Oh, right now. So, and that's registered breeding cows. A lot of people don't do that. America or just everywhere. With the Shetland Cattle Association. I wonder if they exist in America and if I can get one. They do exist in America, but very limited importation, oh, okay. it says. Uh, so that's all about the Shetlands. Yeah, that was a little longer than I thought, but I kind of thought like, it, it was, was going to... I was like, oh, we're going to totally hit an hour. Are you kidding me? Because we wanted to tell you about all of them. We kind of blazed through the last those, bit because but... well i mean the shetland duck okay it's a it, duck yeah it's, it's from not there. there's not a lot the shetland it. goose it's a goose that's from there like the shetland pig it's dead <laughs> but it's interesting like the reason that they're all somewhat interesting is that they were unique breeds because of the uh 
geography and yeah. environment there. So I think it's cool. And, and because I, of the wee little people. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, you know, every time I look into it, I love my sheep more because they can handle. Yeah, and they because apparently Rocky has some murder in his blood. <laughs> His so great, watch great, out. his great, 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 great Rocky's times ten to the thirteenth grandfather he might have murdered, might have murdered what somebody on the White House lawn. The, the murder sheep <laughs> killed somebody on the White House lawn. That'd be awesome. Um, the descendant of the murder sheep, right? Uh, so yeah, that's our show for this week. Thanks yeah, for thanks sticking for around. Uh, thanks to all the apparatus uh, for and letting us use intro. the song The Aeronaut as our intro and outro. Yeah. That song gets stuck in my head. I know. Every time I, we have, you know, like, seriously, to we it. got their band camp link in the description. You should check over it out. In, well, yeah, over in our, go over to the blog. Yeah. Uh, that, they're a great band. They're really fun. Yeah, they are. Uh, and yeah, thanks to all our supporters, yeah. uh, everybody listening. Make sure to give us a we're, like, we're subscribe, almost at 400 comment. Listens for us, that feels really big. So yeah, thank that's you awesome. All. Yeah, we check the listens and comments and everything yeah, every day, geez, and everybody. it's yeah, it's super great. Keep it up, please. Please tell others to listen, and uh, yeah, if you can, uh, or you listen on iTunes, make sure to um, subscribe and rate us. That yeah. would be awesome. And Stitcher and everywhere. Uh, yeah. All we, yeah, we subscribe, review. Even just give us five stars real quick. That's all you that would do. be super sweet. We'll give you a shout out on the show if you do. That's right. So, otherwise, uh, go check out our... I just, I'm about to post a, a silly video of me with Rocky, so you should go check that out. And on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Otherwise... Uh, Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.